Business banking shouldn't feel like another transaction. UMass 5's Commercial Services Division is comprised of business owners, so when it's time to make crucial decisions, we're ready with advice drawn from hands-on experience. Contact Jeff Simpson, CFA, at 413-256-5560 or visit umass5.coop business. Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, presented by Business West and Living Local, and brought to you by UMass 5's Commercial Services Division. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS, and here's your host of this edition of Business Talk. He's the editor and associate publisher of Business West. Here's George O'Brien. Okay, thank you, Chris, and welcome, everyone, to another episode of Business Talk podcast brought to you by Business West and Living Local. Uh, we have an interesting show for you today. We have Peter Rosgotten. He's well known to most of you out there in the business community. He's the owner of the Log Cabin and Banquet and Meeting House, the Delaney House, uh, many other businesses. He is a serial entrepreneur and actually one of my favorite people to talk to. Uh, Peter, uh, how are you? I'm doing good, George, but I think you messed up when you said you have an interesting show today because you have oh, me on the show. No, I didn't. It's a very interesting show. Peter and I, I have been I, I, appreciate, I appreciate the compliment, even though these times are a little crazy. So uh, it's kind of hard to know uh, what makes something interesting anymore. Suffice it to say that Peter and I go way back. We've been all talking since the mid-90s, uh, been following your career in entrepreneurship. Uh, Peter was actually one of the first winners of Business West uh, Top Entrepreneur Award back in 1997. Remember that? Feels like I was a kid back then. It was your first time on Business West cover all the way back then. So it was. Good to it see was. you, even if it it's on Zoom. Uh, I miss seeing people. I, I don't uh, get out. Nobody gets out. That's one of the real sad things about this uh, pandemic we don't we don't get to see people anymore so except well, on zoom and that's not the same thing so. let's hope we can find a cure for this or let's hope we can find uh, a treatment so the world can get back to normal because it's it's getting old it certainly is so peter as you may or may not know one of the things we've been doing with the podcast and we've been talking to business leaders elected officials people like that but we've also been talking to individual business owners about this pandemic, how they've been coping, how they've been pivoting. That's the big word you hear these days, pivoting. Every story is different. There are common themes, but um, each one is different. We want to talk to you. Uh, kind of take us back to March when the phone call started and, and the shutdown went into effect. Um, I know it's going to be painful, but kind of walk us through what those first few weeks and first few months were like. Honestly, I thought this thing was going to be a few weeks and we'll be done with it. Uh, I can't believe we're in July and and remembering March right now and that very weird day when we heard from our governor that uh, we have to shut down. Uh, it just seems surreal. It uh, There's no other way to put it. And, and when your livelihood is on the line and you have one of the businesses that count some people getting together <clears throat> and anywhere you look at my in our business it's about people together so uh so it's been a it's been an interesting road it's been a surreal is probably the best word i can come up with this morning i haven't heard it that much uh, in the last couple of weeks but i think that's um about as good as any that is absolutely what it's been like now you've got a lot of different kinds of businesses you've got the restaurant you've got the hotel you've got the um 
banquet facility there. Uh, you do a lot of catering of other events. Every single one of those businesses was was impacted by the pandemic, and uh, not a hundred percent of your business, but but pretty close to it, it was just wiped off the calendar. What's it like to have that rug swept out from you like that? Yeah, it kind of brought me back to to those early years where. Um, you know, in March and April, uh, my business partner Mick and I, we 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 became uh, your typical startup entrepreneurs. We came up with some ideas, and we were making the food, we were delivering it, and having a few employees around us. And so, from a company's perspective, uh, we went from about 350 employees to to a low of about five. Uh, now, with the restaurant open, we're and the hotel open, we're back to about 40 or 50. But uh, it's um, it's it's it was mind-boggling that the that I, I was delivering to Home Depot every day. Uh, Home Depot became one of our biggest customers when this first started, and it was kind of fun to be the delivery boy. I've heard uh, several business owners, entrepreneurs, say that that this is like going back to just getting started. It Talk is. a little bit more about that. Uh, getting started is is the hardest time for entrepreneurs because they they never know. Uh, they're, they're just getting their feet wet. They're just getting things off the ground. Uh, everything's new. But I've, I've heard that a lot from people. It was like starting all over again. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, uh, honestly, right now, we don't know. I mean, take a look at, at the business that I represent. And we are in a, in a world at the moment where I don't know exactly what will happen next year. I mean, what's the definition of an event next year? And how many people are going to go to an event? I used to have a restaurant that had an hour and a half wait line, and I used to crowd tables in very tight together, and now the tables are 10 feet apart. But back to your question, um, the fun part, and, and fun is, is a weird word to use during the COVID, but the fun part of, of the first few months of this pandemic was, was to get hands-on. Uh, we came up with this $5 meal that was intended really for essential workers and, and it kind of grew in a very interesting way and and being involved in the making of the meals and then delivering the meals and, and just minimizing the labor because you don't have dollars for labor um, is what reminded me starting the business. It's like when you start a business, you start in the morning and you go to one o'clock at night and just do it all over again the next day. So. Okay. This is Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local, presented today by UMass Five's Commercial Services Division. We're talking with Peter Rosgotten, a serial entrepreneur, if ever there was one. There's a little picture of you in, in the dictionary next to that phrase, serial entrepreneur. Well, now, a lot of your businesses... There's got to be the tagline, stupid, right underneath, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, Some of your businesses were allowed to reopen in phase two, but... From what I've heard from a lot of business owners, just being allowed to reopen wasn't the end of the story. Everything certainly didn't go back to normal. So talk about the restaurant, talk about the catering, talk about the hotel. I imagine you still got the vacancy sign in the window for sure. I think everything is like, look at us. We're talking through Zoom and and you're not going out. Um, Even though you're allowed to go out, people are going out very carefully. Um, they love the outdoor dining part of going out. So, so this feeling that I'm a little safer when I'm eating outdoors, but all of that is very limiting when you're in a restaurant business, because there's only so much you can do and so many covers you can do. I, I was talking to, to a fellow uh, restaurant uh, owner a couple of days ago, and I, I believe we're operating at 40% of what we usually would call normal, maybe 50%. 
And that's just for the restaurant. Um, at the hotel, it's going to be a long run because everything that feeds the hotel business is kind of in a shutdown mode. There's no travel. There's no overseas travel. There's bands from other states. Uh, the colleges in this area are such a huge draw, and, and they're in a basic shutdown mode. They don't want to see foreign students. They don't really know what they're going to be doing in the fall. So the, the hotel business is, 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 to me, in really big trouble um, just because of all those facts. I mean, we're running a, a 15 20% occupancy, and to make it in a hotel business, at the very least, you've got to be at the 60% occupancy. And so we're crawling. We're, we're trying to keep things running and keeping them alive and hoping that some creative ideas will, will help. We're now in phase three. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that impacted you too much. I want to talk about phase four. No, phase three impacted me in a big way because it's the very first phase that allows some sort of gatherings. You know, up to, up to last week, we... We in the state were limited to, to 10 people gathering, and, and now there is the ability to do some gatherings. So, so I don't know what that's going to do for our business because an indoor gathering is limited at 25 people right now. Uh, an outdoor gathering is limited at 100, but that's assuming that you have over, over uh, I don't know, uh, six 7,000 square feet over them. Uh, so some some really huge numbers. Uh, so it's 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 still a tough run, but there's at least we can do gatherings right now. But so many nonprofits, uh, so many businesses like yours uh, are dependent on these large gatherings, the large events. So two, three, four hundred people. This is what the log cabin does: weddings, mm-hmm. uh, corporate events. Uh, you you host a number of of fundraisers for nonprofits. Uh, is there any indication of when we might be able to have these kind of events again? No, actually, I, I was on a phone call uh, with the MRA, one of the leading organizations in the state, the Mass Restaurant Association, uh, just about a half an hour ago. And I, I, I have become very vocal over the last few days um, on, on a couple of subjects. I am, number one, very positive. I am, I'm actually very supportive of what the governor and the committee are doing with the reopening. I think the conservative approach is better than a, a, a very liberal approach. I don't want to be in a Florida or Arizona mode where things go backwards. But the frustration that I have, and I've been vocal about this, is, is in a gatherings business, you're not giving us the benchmarks. So you're saying, okay, now you can do this gathering, but you're not telling us what the next benchmark is. So it's really hard to plan. And you and I had this conversation about 40 under 40 for you guys. It's very hard to plan an event two months out when you don't know what the benchmark is. And, and, and I, I'm looking for, okay, two months from now, assuming the state is at this level, this is how you can do a gathering. At least you have some framework to work with. And it seems that we're missing that. So that's my frustration of, of the day. So Peter was referring to uh, Business West 40 Under 40 event. Most of you are familiar with that. Uh, we Great announced our 40 Under 40 winners back in April. Yeah. And, and we've been talking with you uh, a lot about uh, putting that event on this year. And we have not announced too much because of what you just said. We don't know what the world is going to look like in a month or two let alone three or four. So uh, I can understand your frustration there, and I can understand the frustration on the part of the people who are trying to hold these events. Uh, yeah, yeah, everyone's cut, in limbo, and it's not the, a place you want to be. 
the customer is very frustrated and they look at us for answers and we're trying to be as educated as you can, but, uh, but it's not an easy situation. Um, and, and I think that the creativity is starting to flourish here. So just to, to, to tell you positives that come out of it is how do you do a large event like yours? Um, we're starting to work very hard on, on, on real concepts where we have people in 30 different locations and we deliver food to 30 different locations and we integrate them with technology. Um, that's sort of where I think we're going to have to at least try for a little bit before we can all get together and get 400 people in one room again. Hey, this is Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local, presented today by UMass Fives Commercial Service Division. We are talking with Peter Roscott, the owner of the Log Cabin Banquet and Meeting House. We've been talking about the pandemic and all the different phases and different things and this and that. Uh, Peter, I've talked to a number of business owners who say that they're busier now than they would be if this were that same month a year ago or two years ago. I'm not sure if you're in that same category, but uh, what's it been like? Well, busy is defined in different ways. I am very busy trying to figure out things that can get us out of out of the hole that uh, this pandemic has created. So, so my life is very consumed with ideas right now from how do we mass produce individual meals that we can deliver to multiple locations? How do we keep event business alive? How do we do different things uh, that will get us around this issue that we're having of people not being able to gather in large groups? And so I'm extremely busy. The, the problem with being extremely busy today, it's, it's not really the money-making side of things that we have figured out yet all the way. So, so that's the concern. That's the worry. Um, so uh, as far as revenue, I strongly disagree. I mean, we, we, um, we are a fairly large company that I think we're lucky as by the end of this year, we'll post a total revenue of about 15 or 20% of what we did last year for the whole year. Wow. And you and I have talked a few times since March, and you said that you and your staff have been working on things, trying to find different ways to do things, better ways to do things. Uh, this, this has been a real constructive way to use the time that you, you didn't want to have on your hands at this point, but you now have on your hands. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I, I, one of the things that we have done with both the Lock Cabin and the Delaney House specifically, we have completely rethought the way we want to do business when we come out of COVID. And uh, we have changed our parameters of business. We've changed our approach to how we will staff, how do we charge our clients. Um, we are going to come out a new company out of this. Um, like it or not, uh, I believe that when we come out of this, it's going to be a slow process. So we're ready for that. We're, we're, we're ready to, to ramp up, to, to start slow, to build. And we're going to do it very differently than we did it a few months ago and last year. Um, the other part of our business that is very hopeful for me and we put a lot of effort into is our Delaney's Market, our prepared meals concept. Um, there is a real opportunity there on how to take that to another level. And, and we're working feverishly. I have a hard time with that work, but we're working extremely hard trying to figure out how to take that one more level and, 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 really by mass producing meals and delivering to whoever needs them, whoever wants them, a high quality, freshly produced meal that can go anywhere. So, so that's, that's the focus right now for me. Uh, talk about this from the perspective of an entrepreneur. I mean, entrepreneurs like to control things. They are usually in control of 
as much as they can be. The pandemic has taken so much control away from you people. It, it that has to be very frustrating. And what's what is what is that like? I'm laughing a little bit because I, I was having this conversation with a very good friend of mine that's an entrepreneur as well. And yes, there is frustration, but as sad as it is, there is there is some energy that comes out of this because the challenge. A typical entrepreneur, and I like to think I'm a little bit of that, when things get status quo, you get a little bit bored. And it just, you do. You just, it's, it's kind of normal. You're not building something new. Right now, there is so much opportunity to think out of the box and find an angle that it's extremely motivating to, to, to work, to try to find that angle. And there's some joy that comes with that, even though there's a lot of stress. I mean, I'm, I'm no longer in my 30s where I can afford losing everything I have built. So that's a stress that is weighing on me. But, but then there's this positive that if I find the right angle, there can be something really good coming out of this. And I just got to figure out what that angle is. And, 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 and our team is working very hard on helping with that process, finding the new angle. Finding the new angle, finding something positive. I, I think I've heard the same thing from a lot of different business owners. They're, they're trying to take something positive from this. It, it's very, very difficult to do. Well, I'm encouraged by what you're saying. Uh, I wish you all the best. As always, you've been very informative, very entertaining. All right. I, I, I don't know about any of that, but let me do just a quick shout, shout out to, to your sponsor today. I didn't realize that they were your sponsor, but UMass Five is one of my commercial banks, and they're an amazing bank to do business with. So, so let me just shout out to them because they're, they're a pleasure to work with. I'm sure they would be very, very happy to have that shout out. Thank you again, Peter. Good luck to you down the road. We'll, we'll talk soon. Thank you very much, George. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everyone. Remember to join us next time for another episode of Business Talk presented in partnership with Living Local and sponsored by UMass Fives Commercial Service Division, one of Peter Roscotton's favorite banks. We'll see you next time. Thank you again.